This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. partnership. Can you imagine trying to pull that shit on your spouse? Everything in the house will be named after me. It's just, it's, it's dickish behavior, and Batman is a dick. Uh, which only made me like Robin more, and I just adored him. I had Robin action figures, I had Robin underoos, and one Halloween I actually went is Robin, but it was a really shitty costume. I had long green jeans, and I had a red shirt that I think had like a big picture of Big Bird on it. And the best I could do for a cape was a really dirty pillow cloth. No, it wasn't actually yellow. It was just really dirty that I tied around as a cape. Uh, and I thought that people would be able to figure out that I am Robin when they see my brother dressed up as Batman. But my brother did not want to be Batman that year. He wanted to be Humphrey Bogart. And so we were the crime-fighting duo, Humphrey Bogart and Robin the Boy Wonder. <laughs> but over the years, my, my feelings about Robin kind of shifted. And in the comic books, he actually he grew up and he became his own character, Nightwing, which was awesome. And then there was this new Robin that wasn't as cool. And in the late 80s, DC actually did this publicity stunt where you could call a hotline and the readers got to vote about whether Robin lived or died. So I gave this a lot of thought and I decided that I did indeed want Robin to die. So I voted for Robin to die and the comics actually did kill him off. The Joker beat him with a crowbar 
and then tied him up in a building and then blew it up. So there was no doubt that Robin was dead. And I, I think that I should have been disturbed by this, but I was not disturbed because I was mad with power. I made a phone call and someone died. It was like ordering pizza, but with more death. Like, I would like a pepperoni pizza, some cinna sticks, and could you please kill Papa John? It was awesome. I enjoyed that power. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I want to share that power with you. So I'm going to have you, the audience, decide who would be the best sidekick for this podcast. Who has the chops to be my Ed McMahon dressed as Robin the Boy Wonder? So with no further ado, I would like to introduce our guest for the evening, Mr. Christopher Jones. Welcome, Chris. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. So I just wanted to uh, let the audience know a little bit about you before we begin our, with our sidekicks. Yes. So you are an artist, correct, for DC Comics? I, yeah, I, uh, I am currently the artist on Young Justice for DC Comics, yeah. which is a series full of sidekick characters. Uh, and I also draw the occasional issue of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes for Marvel. Cool. Is there anything else that you want the podcast listening world to know about you? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been drawing comics for a while. Uh, I'm, I'm involved with uh, local fandom, whether it's uh, working on the uh, local co uh, science fiction convention Convergence, or I've been getting more and more active with fans uh, online, which is a scary universe unto itself. Active with fans online is just a scary sentence. It so is, it is. Uh, so I'm going to introduce the sidekick combatants for tonight. Uh, they are all awesome and very talented writers, comedians, actors. They've all been on the podcast before. So first up is a man who appeared on the second episode of Obsessed where he talked about puppets and he had some recording equipment in his pants that made noises. Please welcome Mr. Andy Kraft. Thank you, Andy. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Andy. I'm not going to talk to you now. I'm going to introduce uh. the next person. Our next sidekick <laughs> <laughs> appeared on the Star Wars episode, and he read a poem about Boba Fett that made me spit up beer. Please welcome Sam Landman. <laughs> Hello, Sam. Hello, Joseph. And our final sidekick appeared in actually two podcasts, one as himself, and in another he actually played Santa Claus, and his version of Santa Claus was cranky and half Italian. <laughs> so we'll see what he does tonight. Please welcome Mike Fotis. Hey. Hello, Mike. Hello. Is that your real voice? <laughs> no. So not a, what, what would you describe that voice? What was that voice? Uh, sort of smurfy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, that segues nicely into our competition. So just, you know, to kind of get us started, I talked a little bit about Robin, but this is obviously not about crime fighting. This is more, you know, about being a comedy sidekick and being, you know, supportive and kind of Ed McMahon-like. Ed McMahon, of course, made a couple of noises. <laughs> he probably made many in real life. But on the show... He, he was famous for saying, hey So I'm going to go down the line, and I'm going to ask each of you what noise you would make as the sidekick uh, for Obsessed. Andy, what noise would you make? 
Damn it. No, can I do it again? Can I do sure. it over? Sure. So every time you do something, it's going to get worse. Is that the basic? Yes, Mom. Jeez, wow. So far, you are the most supportive, but you're also the only person I've talked to. So we're going to move on to Sam. Sam, what hail-like noise would you make? (laughs) Splacow! It's, it's free. Use it if I like, you want. I like it. I like it. Because you, you did the hand gesture, too, as though something is emanating from your hand. Yeah, perhaps. it's got excitement to it. Like, you get jazz because, oh, Splacow! Scrimshaw! <laughs> you know. I think that works. Very good. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, so, Mike, you have a lot to live up to there. What's uh, your hail noise? Uh, well, it's... Uh, it... What the fuck?! <laughs> So it's, it's, it's words, but, like, if you say it, like, in a comic book, so, like, you're, you're uh, interviewing, like, uh, that little kid from uh, Little Miss Sunshine, and she says something adorable, I'd be like, what the fuck? So this is a what the fuck that this has an intero bang at the end. Both the question mark and an exclamation yeah, point. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just questioning, it's also excitement. Yeah, correct? and it would try to be supportive, too. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I had a drinking problem. What the fuck? That, so that was supportive? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, all, it's all context. <laughs> well, I look forward to this episode where I have a young actress on the show talking about her obsession with her drinking problems. <laughs> and you can support her with a jolly yeah. what the fuck. All right, guys. So the next thing I'm going to test you on, this is just really natural and easy. I just want to hear, what, what does your laughter sound like? You're just really honest laughter. Andy, can you laugh honestly? <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Why I is it all add. sounding like that? Uh, you, just, you just you naturally deflate at the end of whatever you do. Mine can be a supportive deflate, so like, oh. <laughs> That's good. Those are good noises. Sam, what's your honest, natural laughter? Uh, mine is very uh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> That's generally how I laugh, like, like with, f- with support. If I'm really laughing, it's a completely different thing. Like Mario from Super Mario Yeah, Brothers. yeah, kind of. But it's like, <laughs> and it's just easy to, it doesn't take away from you, and it doesn't, you know, right. you being the host. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yes. It's a little Pillsbury Doughboy, because It is a little... Can I change my answer? Because I don't want to be the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, sure. How would you make a noise that's not... No, Hillary? let's stay with that one. Okay. I think Burt Reynolds works. Okay, you're, somehow Burt, you're laughing like Burt Reynolds. Burt okay. Reynolds. Your natural laughter yeah, is... Again, it's not Burt. funny, because he said comedians, and I'm not really... I don't do comedy, so... What the fuck? Oh! He totally do comedy. It does. That was pretty judgy, though. Oh, uh, So, uh, Mike, what is your natural laughter? All right, so you have to imagine, like... A sea captain who you we and I'm the sea captain of a lobster ship that we do okay we don't do great and like but we we pull a uh, a mermaid on and then the mermaid farts and nobody was expecting it so it'd be like. <laughs> wow. So every time I want a light supportive laughter. You need enough time to imagine, like, a show that's being pitched to Nickelodeon. 
first time. Now, now everybody's got it locked and loaded, so right. it's ready to go. Can you do it again? <laughs> Look nice. at that verbatim fart. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, so guys, this is more for the live audience than the podcast listeners, but really quickly, I just want to see what your supportive head nods look like. Andy? <laughs> All right, a little jazz at the end there. My pants were off for those who are listening. <laughs> That's why it was totally silent. Exactly. And Sam, your supportive nod. Uh, mine will be a, a really big connection between uh, the nod and the also... So you would remove your glasses. Yeah, it would be like, you know, a moment where, you know, Little Miss Sunshine comes on and talks about yeah. a drinking problem. And then I go... <laughs> you nod with the weight of it. Yeah, it's like a Donahue moment, sort of. Right. <laughs> but Sam, you have so much natural anger. To me, it looks like you're taking off your glasses and posing for the cover of a rap album. Yeah, that's what I was going for. That's exactly what I was... But supportive is also anger, in a way. You know, if you really think about what supportive is, it's yeah. anger. Support you with anger. Yes. yes exactly. All right, so, uh, Mike, what does your nod look like? All right, so imagine <laughs> I, I'm reading the, la the last sentence of the Bible, and I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's sort of like a... Okay, that was it. Okay, yeah, that was it. Like, I didn't know if reaching for your drink was a part of it. No, no. You like you read the last line of the Bible and you're like, wait, that's what you look like when you read Revelations, like the last verse <laughs> of that, Revelations. Is and the world burned. <laughs> I should have brought up a book I know. <laughs> does the Bible end on a doubt? No, yeah, it kind of does. No. Yeah, oh. the last sentence of Hop on Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because that, that means that, you know, you're trying, you know. Yeah. And you're just imagining what it is that you're supporting. You're not really listening. <laughs> I bet this is like the Bible. <laughs> That's a good supportive thought. Okay, and the final thing is actually uh, I've been having podcast guests say little sentences about my book, Comedy of Doom. And eventually I'm going to splice them into a commercial for the book that I can put at the end of the podcast. So I've written each of you guys like a little line that I kind of think is in your vibe. Uh, so if you could just go ahead and read your line, Andy. Comedy of doom. It's like taking a shower with words. <laughs> Aww. That's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Sam? Comedy of doom. It's titty balls. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Okay, they kind of like that. That's yours. That's Comedy of Doom? Jesus Christ! Holy fuck! <laughs> do I know you guys or what? I know you, guys. Uh, you do. You do. Okay, good. So, uh, so we're gonna move into the actual uh, interacting with Chris now, where you guys get to be supportive sidekicks. Um, so the first thing that's gonna happen is I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk to Chris, interview him like normal, and you guys will jump in. But I want each of you to do it, you know, one at a time. So when it's time to change, we're going to start with Andy. And when it's time to change to Sam, I'm going to squeeze this pig. And it will make a sound like... <laughs> and that means it's time to change to Sam being the sidekick. Does everybody yeah. did anybody need to hear the big noise again? No, I, I get I'm it. good. <laughs> good. Okay, so Andy... I'm just processing. 
I would ask the audience to keep their deliverance quotes <laughs> to the absolutely essential. Only if you fucking see Ned Beatty. There is a Do Burt you talk Reynolds again? through line to the proceedings yeah. so yeah. far. <laughs> Very Burt Reynolds tonight. Oh. There's a lot of Burt Reynolds going <laughs> on. <laughs> it, just, it just sounds like Mario and the Doughboy are having sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Andy, you're up. You are my sidekick. Okay. Do you have any questions about, about being a sidekick? You know uh, what I'm looking for, right? Oh, yeah. Being supportive, mm. insightful, yeah. filling any drops in energy. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's get started. All right, so Chris, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing well. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Can we start over again? Nope, nope, nope. Let's get let's keep going. Really? Oh, so far that's good. That's good. You got the you got the ironic comedy down. That's great. Uh, so Chris, how long have you been interested in sidekicks? Well, uh, sidekicks are definitely an essential part of the superhero genre, which is something that, you know, I've, I've loved superheroes since I was a little kid. And so, you know, you mentioned Robin. I mean, Robin is definitely the, the archetype in the superhero realm for the, the, the young junior partner sidekick, yeah. Do you have a favorite sidekick? Pro- probably the boy Wonder. He's, he's the first. He's the original. And, uh, you know, you've you got to love the fashion sense. Hmm. <laughs> Well, Andy, do you have a question? <laughs> what do you... What do you <laughs> okay, so Chris, is there, a, is there a sidekick that you relate to, that you feel like when you're reading comic books or even drawing them and you're drawing a sidekick and thinking like, that, that's the, that sidekick reminds me of me? Boy, I, I don't know. I, um, in uh, the, the work I've been doing in the last year, I've been... I've been uh, Drawing Young Justice, which is uh, a lot about sidekick characters that they're they're operating on their own. The the mentor figures aren't necessarily um, around. Uh, so I guess you know I, I kind of end up thinking of them in a different light that way. Um, yeah, Chris, I don't want me to interrupt. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I uh, and Joseph, this is something that I, I'm sure you saw this too. This yeah, is a yeah. big big deal in in uh, Young Justice, especially I think it was number issue number fifteen, uh, the pro-abortion issue. Right. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, how do you skate that around the comics code and everything? That's, I mean, there are kids buying this. I mean, I don't mean to tear our it's really, No, it's a really, it's really good insightful question. I have very you, do, you do it with metaphor. 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 Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't just lay that stuff out there explicitly. No. Uh, you know, you've got you've to... But, you know, I think if you read between the lines, you can, you can see it. That's a fair argument. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's a fair argument. Yeah, and uh, Chris, well, you know, there, there's comic book sidekicks, but then there's, like, comedy sidekicks. What do you think makes a good, a good comedy sidekick? Timing, uh, chemistry with the lead, um, mm-hmm. and the willingness mm-hmm. to take a, mm-hmm. a smaller cut of the yeah. pay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I thought this was going to be more about the crime fighting part. Uh, but, but seriously, Chris, uh, yes. just try just try to power through. Um, yes. If in real life you could have a sidekick, what would that sidekick be like? Um, uh, it would be great to have. Cool. He could have a utility belt uh, with art supplies. Oh, I love so, art. So you know, wherever I am, if I need something, he could be right there with uh, pens or I. Um, he could have. It, a colorful costume of some kind would would he sound like a dolphin <laughs> that's not what a dolphin sounds like is it a dolphin with like lung cancer maybe well that's just sad that's worse than the pig you did a young justice episode about dolphin boy having lung cancer right we did. It was the issue uh, right before the pro-abortion uh, comic. Those were killer the... issues. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's the end of round one. Good job, gentlemen. And, you know, at this point, I just I want to check in with the audience to see how you're feeling, because you're going to make the final decision about who you feel is doing the best. So, uh, by applause, who thinks Andy is being the best sidekick? <laughs> interesting, interesting. And who thinks Sam is being the best sidekick? <laughs> and who thinks Mike is being the best sidekick? Oh. Who just likes to applaud? You're gonna have some tough decisions to make by the end of the show, people. Right, uh, Sam, did you have? Did you want to bribe the audience? Yes, in order to me? sway the vote more my way rather than Andy's way, and of course Fotis's way, who is, I guess, beating the shit out of us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I brought some things. Um, first of all, whoops! Make it rain, Tom Payne tomorrow night at the Open Eye Figure Theater. I, I appreciate that you're throwing out promotional material <laughs> for a show in Minneapolis that will be closed by the time I post this podcast. Yes. And to people who are in Tokyo listening to it who don't know what the hell I'm yeah, talking it, about. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I rained all over you. I'm sorry. Okay. So I have some um, really boss t-shirts that used to belong to me. Can you describe them for the listening audience? Yes. The first one is uh, sort of a polyester blend. It's very manga want. There you go. The second one, and I'll be really quick. Uh, the yeah. Choka from Anoka. Um, <laughs> Please explain what the hell that means, because I don't know what that means. Um, this guy is called uh, Cal Whittier, the Widowmaker. Choka from Minoka being issue 17 of Young Justice. Yes, yes. Uh, we also have a nice little thing, which is an extra large, but a slim fit, and uh, which is why I can't wear it, and it is a scenic oh. thing with ducks. Anybody need to vote for me? Yes. Okay, Sam, are you almost done goodwilling the audience? I have one more. It's a, it's a, it's a... And we'll do more, hopefully, later. Uh, Rush signals. But it's a small... We know all Rush fans are massive fat asses. So maybe... <laughs> are there any tiny Lilliputians who love Rush? Or quilters. Gah! I think I hit a light. Uh, 
Uh, it's up in the rafters. Sorry. Uh, more later. Thank you. Vote for me. He brought right. stuff to bribe the audience. Okay, well, I feel like, I feel like I mean, to be fair, I need to give you guys a chance. Andy, is there anything that you can give the audience? Well, sort of. But, I mean, I'm not... It's not going to be... I mean, hold on one second. <laughs> I don't want it to get weird or anything, but I don't... I don't have anything to give the audience per uh, se. Mike Fotis, could like, you describe what's happening? Like, He's putting on green uh, boxer briefs <laughs> over his corduroy pants. Oh, no. Oh, no. He is turning into Robin the Boy Wonder. He has taken off his clothes. That was so fucking hot. This is three t-shirts. And a sweatshirt. I almost fainted for the first like ten minutes of this damn show. Let me oh my God. let me see if I can narrate what you've done. Sorry. Okay, you're wearing brown corduroy pants. I you, am. You've put on green oh. underwear with white striping. Yeah, hold on, wait. You're rolling your legs up so you can blind the audience <laughs> with your bright, bright legs. There we go. Wow. And now then you you've gone to Target. Yeah. And you've bought three different colored T-shirts. Years ago. <laughs> you've bought a green one is the base. Uh, yeah. You've bought a yellow one is your cape. Right. And a red one that you or possibly your girlfriend has drawn on. That was all me. That's all you. I was single at the time. <laughs> also, I reused the yellow T-shirt for the cape to use the buttons. All right, well, turn on that. Let me I see used, your, let I me used your cape. I all parts of the buffalo. Uh, yeah, see? <laughs> What's really awesome is that you've captured what Robin always does of tucking his cape into his underwear. Ladies. Wow. Those Our, three hoots were for me. Okay, we've have, we have a lot of clothing-based bribes. Sam has thrown shitty t-shirts at the audience. Whip it out, Mike. Whip it out. Andy has transformed. What do you have for us? I'm giving away a free copy of Joe's book because I'm a sidekick and this is his show. <laughs> Yay! Do you want to select the audience member who gets the book? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you! <laughs> you get it! Uncross your arms, jerk! I just gave you a book! <laughs> Jesus! Read the end of the Bible sometime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's good. You guys, you guys have really charmed and or threatened <laughs> the audience. Chris, is there anything you want to throw at, swear at the audience? No, I'm just thinking, if you'd like to see Andy beat to death with a crowbar by the Joker, press two. No, um, no I, I do not Somebody have... Somebody else, too. I do, I do not have any swag uh, with me. I was not aware there would be a, a bribing portion of the evening. No, you don't need to bribe. I just thought that you might want to get into the taking your clothes off, throwing or swearing. I didn't know that there was either. It's I'm a lot always of fun. wearing this underneath. Really? Yeah. So prepared in case of emergency. It's cold outside. Well, yeah. Yeah, and there might be a crime. Yeah. <laughs> so we are now going to move on to round two. And round two is a little different. Uh, I'm going to ask Chris a question. And on each specific question, I'm also going to ask you guys to perform a very specific sidekick task. Andy, your task on this question, I'm going to ask Chris a question. He's going to answer. And I need you to say something funny. Just slip in something funny while I'm talking to Chris, OK? You ready? Yep. OK. <laughs> Uh, Chris, 
Do you do you listen to a lot of comedy podcasts? Baby. Uh, I I uh, I don't listen to a lot of them all, but uh, I, I'm listening to more and more podcasts. Are a great thing for me to listen to while I'm I'm drawing uh, in my studio. Sexy. <laughs> Can you say that again, but slower and breathy? Podcasts yeah. are a great thing for me to listen to while I am working. Oh. Working oh. in. My studio. Oh. <laughs> cool. Well, well, good job, Andy. You got a couple of laughs there. Uh, playing playing the sex card like you do. So we're going to move on uh, to Sam. Uh, and Sam, at, at some point, I think you're going to be good at this. At some point in this next question, I want you to say something just mind-blowingly insightful. You ready, Sam? I'm ready. All right. Uh, Chris, can, can you tell me about something sad that happened in your life? Well, I, you know, I was never uh, super close to um, uh, some members of my family. Uh, like who? And like which ones? My brother Ted was an alcoholic, and uh, and uh, he. Chris, can I can I interrupt for a second? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Thanks Joe. for asking. Joseph. Yeah, I, I just go for it. You know, alcoholism is is a big problem in America. I think we're looking at it wrong, and I think your uncle Ted, cousin Ted, I'm sorry, cousin <laughs> Ted. It was, it was my brother. I think <laughs> your uncle Jed. <laughs> if he can embrace alcoholism, he can embrace anything. And I think that's a lesson for, I don't know, just about every one of us here drinking in this establishment, ordering cheesy fries or whatever Uncle Jed would also like to eat while he's drinking. But I think, you know, I think it was Charles Bukowski who once said... I, I really think it was Charles Bukowski who once said, pussy tastes like, tastes like peanuts. <laughs> And I think their pussy tastes like peanuts is a very... In that says so much about Bukowski, about your Uncle Jed, about cheese fries, really, in general. All right. Uh, uh, alcoholism, thank I'm you. Just, I'm just going to interject. Sam, I have, I have a couple criticisms. Oh, what? Oh, no. You, you seem to have a feeling that <laughs> insightful means... <laughs> A sensitive tone <laughs> in which you get to talk longer and more <laughs> than the guest. That's right. About any fucking thing you want to. <laughs> and the problem being. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's not insightful. I, I couldn't tell. Like, I, I, was, lear I learned uh, about you. <laughs> right, okay. No, I, I, just, I just wanted to say thank you, Sam. Um, Joseph, someone appreciates it. I know, I know. Okay, uh, so Mike, this is gonna this is gonna be challenging. Um, so you know, when I was researching sidekicks, uh, one of the things that people pointed out is that a lot of sidekicks and a lot of media, their purpose is to not understand things, so that the host has a reason to explain them to the audience. 
So at some point in this question with Chris, I need you to just not fucking understand what's oh, happening yeah. so I can try to explain it. Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's my question to Chris. Uh, is Batman a dick, essentially? Uh, it really depends on who's writing him. What? I, uh, I... I'm sorry, my sidekick doesn't understand. <laughs> Human beings mean? write sidekicks. Who, they write comic books. Oh. Okay, I get it. Keep going. <laughs> I, uh, it has become popular with a lot of writers to have Batman be this kind of like borderline psychotic, angry character in the last several years. I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Slow down. I, it's not Mike so is, much that I didn't understand. He was going so fast. Uh, no, I, I could tell by the way you were beating the microphone against oh. your head. What part of that didn't you understand? Oh, all the words. All of the words in the sentence, Okay, Joe. Chris, can you, can you slow down and can you make sure that everything is explicit? Is Batman a dick? Yeah. Question on the table. Yes. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Yay! Giant penis that fights crime. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go back to Andy. Uh, Andy, I want you to laugh at things that you genuinely find funny. Like, okay. I mean, I've had enough of this bullshit. If you're just like the first word and you're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I'm not accepting that. I want you to I'll wait leave. until you find something that you feel is genuinely funny. To you, Andy. I will. Okay. Are you ready? Mm. Ready. Okay. Uh <laughs> So, Chris, uh, what, what do you think that comic books would be like if there were no sidekicks in comic books? Well, I think you, you would definitely still have uh, some, some exciting characters uh, out there, but uh, I, think, I think the sidekicks really lend a, a humanity. Uh, you know, Batman has this whole aspect of him as this kind of parental figure because of... There have been multiple Robins, and there's Batgirl, and there's all these other spinoff characters. And if right. it's just, you know, Batman alone on a rooftop, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a much grimmer, um, less three-dimensional uh, character. So you think that the purpose of sidekicks is to add, like, some excitement and some jazz. Yeah, it, well, it, it lets you bring out different aspects of your main character, even if it's still about the main character, the sidekick. <laughs> Gives you an opportunity to, to, to bring out different aspects of your protagonist. And do you have any jokes about Batman you'd like to tell? <laughs> um, uh, jokes about. You know, Batman. easy vaudeville setup knockdown <laughs> Batman jokes. Like you uh, tell. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. This rich couple and their eight year old son. <laughs> Walk into an alley. <laughs> and this, this guy comes up to them and says, let me have all your money. And the father says, no. <laughs> so the guy with the, who's asking for the money right. uh, murders the two parents in cold blood and runs away emotionally scarring the eight-year-old for life. Oh, I love that one. Really, Andy? Really? 
Jesus, Andy. I'm a dick bag. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to give you one more time. and I Okay, I'm going to ask another question. All right. And you can just laugh whenever you feel a laugh would be good instead of just stonewalling poor Chris <laughs> when he has this great material. <laughs> so, Chris, if you could uh, draw any sidekick that you, that you haven't got a chance to draw yet, who would you draw? Um, I'm a big fan of the, the whole Marvel family, all the Captain Marvel characters, and uh, I, I would love to draw something that had the whole Marvel family. It's not just Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel Jr. and Mary Marvel. <laughs> the thing I've always liked about Captain Marvel Jr., the thing that's always struck me funny about Captain Marvel Jr. Can I... Is that he... I'm trans- sorry, my sidekick would like the floor. Who uh, the hell is Mary Marvel? <laughs> Oh, she is... Uh, oh, thank God the, it's a she. <laughs> she is a, a female sidekick character to uh, Captain Marvel. What is, what is her power? Pretty much the same as Captain Marvel. But she's a Which girl is? named Mary. Are these insightful <laughs> questions? <laughs> yeah, I have to point out that I asked you to laugh I'm as sorry. soon as you could. I'm and sorry. instead, I'm not, I'm instead st- what fucking happened... No! I'm no! To get to Shut laugh. the fuck up! What happened was a guy dressed as ramen got judgmental about who Mary Marvel is. Well, good effort, Andy. <laughs> Thanks, Yay. Mom. Pity applause. Woo. Yay. Okay, uh, Sam, uh, this, is, this is, again, this is totally up your alley. Uh, at some point in this question, I would like mm. you to interrupt myself or Chris gracefully. But you've already done, so it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, let me just interrupt you, sorry, Joseph. <laughs> was that good? Did, yeah, was, was that pretty, pretty good? good. Oh, no, I'm not that gonna, was good. That was for real, though. I'm not. Yeah, th- that's no, not I know. part of the game. Uh, I looked up Insight on MiriamWebster.com on my phone. Okay. I'd like just to just to read if I could. Number two, the act or result of apprehending the inner nature of things or of seeing intuitively. Okay, and do you feel earlier that you did those things? No. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear what insight means. Okay. Well, I think, you know, you've really shown uh, a lot of initiative that you've already looked that up. You, you've interrupted gracefully, so uh, do you want another challenge to I would like gracefully? one more shot at it, yes. Okay, at interrupting Possibly gracefully. with a warrant shirt? <laughs> no. Just wait. Okay, yes. Burn that. All right. Okay, so Chris, my question is, uh, what is what's the best thing about being a comic book artist? Uh, I had the job I wanted when I was five years old. What are other good things about being a comic book artist? I, I, uh, I get to work from home. I get to set my own hours. Uh, I get paid to draw superheroes and do the stuff that I would do as a fan, but it's my job. Sorry, Chris, can I interrupt for a second? Sorry, oh, yeah, Joseph. yeah, please, please. Um, when you say paid... Do you mean like in tacos? When you say home, do you mean like in an actual home or a mobile home? I think these are valid questions. I think they are. That the audience wants to know. I don't know if they're... So, tacos or mobile home, just one at a time. Just whenever you can. I I was staying with my alcoholic brother, Ted, until he was committed to a home. And that's really difficult for me. To can talk I about. interrupt you for a second? I'm sorry, yeah. Joseph. Oh, of can course, I just of course. Say something? Yeah, as long as your glasses are off, that's all I care about. Now I think I speak for everybody here when I say that I, 
your Uncle Jed is one of those men who... He probably appreciates what you do despite his alcoholism. And even when he is blistering drunk, he probably thinks your little funny pages are funny. He probably thinks... You know... He laughed a lot at that pro-abortion young justice. Yeah. Came out. So I'm thinking he's going, you know, my nephew, Chris? Chris. Yes, Chris, Chris. Yeah. is really good at what he does, even though he gets paid in tacos. They're really good tacos. Yeah. They'd have to be. They're, they're probably from D.C., you know, because D.C. Comics makes the best tacos. <laughs> That's, that's all right, all good job. Thanks. Good job, Sam. I tried. Uh, and since you have uh, a smartphone, you have a smartphone with you, is that correct? Do, yes. Okay, yes. so since you have it, do you have iTunes on there? I do and have nothing on iTunes. Okay, uh, what I'd like you to do is go onto iTunes and rate the Obsessed Podcast five stars. <laughs> all right, then. Here we go. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for just doing that. All right, so Mike, your, your final challenge okay. is I'm going to give you... I have two challenges left, so I'm going to give them both to you. Okay. Oh. Okay, so for a little while, all I want you to do is say little things like right, yeah, uh-huh in a supportive manner. Got it. Right? And then, after you've done that for a little while, I want you to change the subject and make it about you. Okay. Okay, do you think you can do that? Yeah, for sure I can. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Chris, what's what's the worst thing? What, what are some hard things about being a comic book artist? Oh, well, the downside right. of working by yourself in a uh -huh. studio is yeah. that you, you right. don't even meet totally. often the people that you're collaborating yeah. with. You're working in isolation. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, it's isolation. like performing mm. if your audience yeah. was in another building okay. and you didn't oh. even get to feel to that energy come like back to you. It's an oasis of pain. Because... Um, <laughs> By yourself. Because you're trying to entertain people. Oh, you're trying that's to hard. connect with an audience. And you want them to and like And very that's often, uh, you know, you don't, you don't even have that yeah. feedback at all. Dinosaur. Yeah, you're, you're looking for reviews. You're looking for Alligator. Uh, meeting people at conventions. <laughs> oh, you know, anything that lets you feel connected oh, let's to the people to that you're trying to entertain. Convention. Um, hey, make it about you, Mike. Make it about you. Oh, hey, I was in San Diego once. <laughs> My dad was at a pharmacy convention because he's a pharmacist, and we got to go. Hold on, just let me finish. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I never went, saw any part of San Diego except for the one part in the garden where my mom was like, I'm leaving this family. And she ran away for like half an hour. But she came back and we all had ice cream. It was fine. But for the most part, I hung out in the pool because there was this real, I was 13, and there was this really hot Hispanic girl who was, I think her dad was probably at a pharmacy convention. Maybe your mom. Maybe her mom okay, now wrap, it, wrap your story back up into oh, his. Make it so connect. So don't you think when I had a boner, I wish I was thinking about comic books? <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. right. All right, and yep. that is round two. Well done, gentlemen. Right. That was hard. Well fought. Well fought. You guys all, you made effort. Uh, so... What I'd like you guys to do now is I would like the three of you to make a final plea to the audience. And in this final plea, you can either argue for yourself or why someone else should lose. So, Andy, are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. I don't have a beard or glasses. <laughs> Come on, seriously. 
That is the main thing I have going for me. Also, I need the money. Do we get paid? No. I'm good to get, I'm fine. You guys are great. I, do we get a free drink ticket? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I are forgot to give him. Don't take no. my fucking beer. Damn I'll it, kill damn you. Damn it all. Damn it. Um, I, no, I hope you all have a great night. If you try go. to take my beer again, I will there give you a Robin Snuggie go. on the outside. <laughs> oh, Batman. Oh, Batman. All right, Sam, any final argument that does not involve throwing shitty warrant T-shirts at the audience? Just use your words. Yes, I'll use my words. Um, and I want to be serious for a second. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a show called Tom Payne at the Open Eye Figure Theater. And we've had good audiences, but that's in Minneapolis, Portland and 24th, between 5th. Kind of right off 35. Anyway. We've had good audiences. Tonight, Fotis even came. It was great. And I think a couple other people, Eric Webster, <sighs> Shannon. I think if I can say one thing to any of you, it would be this. We have one final show tomorrow night. It's an 8 p.m. show. It's Sunday night. I know we all have jobs, or some of us are unemployed, but I think it's very important... He got a Dragon Ball Z shirt, and I think he can at least live on that for a while. But I think if we can take anything out of this discussion here, it's that as a sidekick, as an actor, as a human being, it's vital that you vote for me. And not just because I have a genuine Graceland taking care of business shirt in the bottom of this box. But because Tom Payne is playing for the final performance tomorrow night at 8 p.m., Open Eye Figure Theater, I made it rain. I can, I, I'll pass some out. Okay, so Sam, since you're advertising a show that happens in Minneapolis tomorrow, yes. could you just take a second to advocate for time travelers why they should come back in time to tomorrow to Minneapolis, Minnesota, United States to see your show. They could go anywhere in time and space, but they come to see you. Why? Well, Joseph, I don't know how, how much time we have to discuss quantum physics, but in time travel, it really does Thank you, sir. It doesn't really matter because we're here, we're there, we're everywhere at the same time. And that's fourth-dimensional quantum physics here, people. So you're arguing that if people can be anywhere... They might as well be at your show, too. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Also, I'm a really horrible lay, if that helps. <laughs> that's my final plea. A horrible lay. Tom Payne tomorrow night at 8 p.m. if you can time travel. And I've got a TCB shirt right there in the <laughs> bottom of the box. All right, Sam. Mike. Your final argument about why you should win or others should lose or why sh someone shouldn't go to Sam's show tomorrow night. Well, first off, everyone should go to his show. It's really good. Um, hey, I think the reason I should be the sidekick is actually an indictment of me. Um, I lack, and if you know, I, I lack uh, ambition <laughs> and... Um, real effort. So, like, I'm 36 <laughs> and the majority of my friends have moved to the coasts to try to further <laughs> advance their career. And 
I'm not, and I don't want to. So, like, I'm just so, I love, I'm happy here, right? So, I'm, a fi- I'm in a fishbowl. The water's been changed a little bit. Is you that a Cheryl Crow song? Are you just quoting Cheryl Crow lyrics? Is that I'm a in Cheryl a fishbowl, but the water's changed a little bit. I thought I was quoting the last page of the Bible. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about, like, some sort of, like, weird Joan Rivers, Johnny Carson coup. Like, <laughs> if the producers of Fox are ever, like, bring your... Do you, we'll give you a show. I'll be like, I don't, not interested. <laughs> and, he, and I'll be like, legitimate. And then, and they'll be like, why are you so disinterested in this conversation? And I'll be like, because honestly, the, here, it's not that what you're saying is uninteresting to me, but going to Wendy's would be equally as interesting. <laughs> and you couldn't explain that to, I, I'm not unhappy. But let me, and I'm uh, not let me, depressed, but I don't. Let me interject I don't for a second. Care. Are you saying that if if you were the sidekick on Obsessed uh-huh. and I was talking to someone, yeah. you would just in the middle start like talking about what you're gonna get at Wendy's? Well, I might. I might. I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna do that. But here's the thing: I'll never, I'll never outshine the guest. Because, like, I'll never care that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll throw a fucking bone be like, oh, comic books? When did you start doing that? Cool, I watch TV. But I wouldn't do it <laughs> in a dismissive way. I'd do it in a, ah, cool, comic books. All right. I want you to, like, think seriously for a few moments. Uh, and I, I do want you all to actually applaud only for the person that you think has done the best job this evening. So while you're thinking, I'm going to ask all of the panelists, my pompous questions that I ask at the end of podcasts. So is everybody ready? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. So we're just going to start with you. Andy, mm-hmm. if you had a mutant power to turn your body into any substance, what substance would that be? Pumice. <laughs> Do you want to follow up? No. <laughs> Excellent. Sam. Yes. If you could assign yourself a nickname and people would have to call you that, what would that nickname be? Sloth, anybody? Sloth? I'm sorry, what was the question? No, that is my, that is my answer, sloth. Okay, I, I think the answer should be T-shirt pimp. Did you rob an urban outfitter? <laughs> it was a truck, Fotis. It was a truck, and it was on the side of the road. It was like a Goodfellas thing. Where no, seriously. Okay, Sam, since you know? it's been brought up, why? Why do you have a bucket of shitty T-shirts? I have so many T-shirts, and I grew a gut, and so now I have to, like, my wife is making me give away. Th- She's not making me. I said, for every T-shirt I buy, I'll give away five. Mm. And I still have hundreds of T-shirts, mm. and they're still small. Insightful. Sloth. All right, Mike. Yeah. If you were a sandwich, what kind of sandwich would you be? Oh, I would. This is. I would be an uh, meatloaf sandwich. 
I love fast answers. Did say there's no joke about that. Yeah, you would be a cold meatloaf sandwich. You would be a cold meatloaf sandwich with a slice of cheddar cheese and crusty bread. Awesome, Chris. Oh yes. What is the most obscure piece of trivia about you as a human being? About me as a human being. Yeah, like what? What is something that even people close to you would be surprised by? All the ones I'm thinking of are comics related. Um, That's fine. I have odd colics on the back of my head. <laughs> Excellent. Can you, yeah, turn, can you turn, turn around, your Chris. Head? Turn yeah. Weirdo. Jesus. Whoa. Oh, Those are awesome. What the fuck? Oh, it looks like the ocean. My God. What the hell is wrong with the back of your hey, head? Hey, Sam, do you still have your smartphone? I do. Could you take a picture of Chris's head so we can load this to his Wikipedia page? <laughs> yes, I can. Too sweet, sir. Chris, right. could you present Colex again? Can you mm, turn? Certainly. Yeah, can you turn just a little bit? And I'll need to do this. Photos, uh, you're my... Yes, perfect. You're my tripod. That's Great dis- nickname for photos. Disgusting. That is horrible. It really is. You're not even a human being <laughs> the back tripod. there. What's a colic? Because <laughs> <laughs> the back of your head looks fine. That's insightful and a know. good question. That was great. All right, so guys, now the final round, the final question for everybody is what is happiness? So I'm going to start with you. Andy, what is happiness? <clears throat> Being a sidekick and getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah. No happiness for you tonight. Damn it. <laughs> Sam, what is happiness? Happiness. Um, I believe happiness is seeing a show that you really enjoy so much that you'll see it on the final night. Um, at 8 p.m. at Open Eye Figure Theater. Okay. Uh, a, a, a show called Tom Payne. Right. That yep. I would be in. It's the a most popular show for time travelers ever. Okay. Mike, what is happiness? Um, I... You know when you're really busy and you have two things to do, so like so you you did your day job all day and then you're like, oh and then you have something else to do later on and you're like, Oh well you committed. And um but then you have an hour to take a nap, but like a legit hour. Yeah. So you have a half hour on on the front end of that hour right. and a half hour on the back end of that hour. Yeah. So you have just a solid hour to like Take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Nap questions were totally serious. I know. They're, they're, yeah, they're in yeah. your sweet zone. Yeah. yeah. That's happiness to me. Guy who shouted it out. Meatloaf and happiness. What did, what did who, somebody shouted and what did they shout? Happiness. You just. <laughs> you're auditioning to be another sidekick. That guy deserves reinforcing a Reinforcing the word. Awesome. Okay, so Chris, yes. what is happiness? Do you, do you want the heartfelt answer or the funny answer? Both. The heartfelt answer is uh, having the job I wanted when I was five and knowing that the, the stories I'm creating are as real uh, a, a comic book and an adventure of those characters as the ones that I uh, fell in love with when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Insightful, supportive laughter from Mike Potis. <laughs> and what's the funny answer? 
uh, knowing that I'm the guy that drew Robin earlier today instead of dressing up like him. Oh! That's pretty nice. I drew an R. Zing! All right, so, uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to vote for Andy Kraft. I don't get paid. There's no money in it. Stop. <laughs> for... Sam, the t-shirt pimp landman. Neil Diamond, 2005. What? That box is bottomless. For Mike Meatloaf Sandwich Fotis. That was very clear that there was not going to be any applause, and then there was a a couple pity claps. Jesus Christ. Just to test where the audience is at, for my squeaky pig. It is indeed a toss-up between my squeaky pig and Sam Landman. (laughs) But I believe the winner of our podcast tonight is Mr. Sam Landman. Thank you all very much. Good night. To obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving away shirts. I have a few scenic scenes. Uh, we have Warrant, which is a little small, but probably could fit. Yeah. You'll take the warrant? All right. Uh, we also have uh, Schlitz malt liquor for the, a tiny person, possibly. Oh, sorry. Okay, you can, you can share. You can, Josh, you can share. Also, I have some from Mackinac Island, if anybody wants a Who Farted t-shirt. Um, that's this guy right there. And I also have Fudge Factory with all the fudge coming out of the horse's butt, Mackinac Island. I, this guy, I have to. All right, thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming.